Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Countries all around the world now looking at how their societies will function in a post-pandemic world, and here's one novel approach. Now, the way many of us work and the way many of us have fun has been changed forever. And to at least salvage some businesses that help in the fun department while also helping us find a new way to work, this country's government has come with a come up with a five-year rural development plan to get more people to work remotely in small towns if possible. The Irish government's Our Rural Future Strategy proposes a national network of 400 remote working hubs in small towns, including ones specifically for jobs in the public sector. Many of those remote working hubs would be pubs, because what's more Irish than working in a bar? You know, Cliff, you should be so lucky. Instead of being in the Overlook Lounge, there you can. <laughs> I should find a place where there's alcohol. You should, yes. <laughs> Even better if both of us were at a pub somewhere doing this program. That's right. We could both do it. <laughs> Cliff, this um, Suez Canal incident that was happening and now has corrected itself. Yes. Uh, yeah. Some folks are blaming that uh, incident and some other tragedies that have happened in uh, Egypt on a curse. By an ancient the pharaoh, pharaoh. The pharaoh's curse. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so my question for you, Cliff. Yeah. You being all-knowing like you are. Well, we is, do play a game here called Bet on the Brain. Yes, so. yes. <laughs> is this why my stimulus money is late, Cliff? The pharaoh's curse has attacked me? No, I don't believe so. See, I think you actually have to be in the vicinity of the tombs of the pharaohs in order for the curse to have any effect on you. Oh, so this far away... Yeah. I'm Pharaoh safe. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Now, you might fall under the curse of kick upon us. Remember that? Oh, yes. So, I mean, that might have something to do with it, but I think you're safe from the Pharaoh's curse. Which I believe that uh, kick upon us curse is more powerful than the Pharaoh curse, if you want to know the truth. <laughs> might be right. Sure is um, bad on pipes and plumbing at my house. Well, Cliff, what's <laughs> happening at 7 this morning? Yeah. Cliff? Yes. What's happening at 7 this morning? Oh, I was going to say, you, you, do you want me to do the news update yeah. now? Or are you well, still I, off pondering I, your plumbing? I said, I said, what's happening at 7? And you had silence there. I thought, well, nothing's happening. <laughs> okay, I was pondering your plumbing. There you go. <laughs> Speaking of stimulus money, Cliff, I uh, told a couple yes. of friends of mine they need to uh, download a betting app because right now yeah. they have a $100 bet on who gets their stimulus money put in their bank account before the other one does. I'm like, dudes, <laughs> you two have a problem with gambling is what I'm that's thinking. Exact, yeah. I mean, there's one way to find out if a government office holder has too much power, and that's to have a global emergency that makes them use it. Much has been made of bills now under consideration by our lawmakers here in Indiana that would restrict whoever's in the governor's office when it comes to issuing executive orders that restrict public activity. And you can say what you want about Governor Eric Holcomb, but over the past year, he's been forced to work a pretty sharp line, trying to keep happy both the people who would have had us living in plastic bubbles and those who have refused to put on a face diaper. The governor of each state around the country has come up with their own rules about how the pandemic has been handled. And just like in Indiana, many places are now seeing the legislature complaining about how it was done. 
In fact, in Florida, State Senator Jeff Brandis has proposed a new law that would require a majority of Florida's independently elected cabinet to approve any executive order that restricts economic activity. That majority would be three, and he calls it the Star Trek Law, since on that show it took three officers to make a ship self-destruct. Brandis says an executive order that would blow up the state's economy should also take three people to enact. But since this is Florida we're talking about, if one would make a law based on Star Trek, perhaps it should be called the Beam Me Up, Scotty, There's No Intelligent Life Down Here law. <laughs> Cliff, i got to ask you this. I'm a little bit upset okay. here. Have yeah. I said or done something this morning that you would consider unsatisfactory? <laughs> Maybe even untoward of some way or possibility? Not that I'm aware of. I haven't heard everything you've said, of course, because I've been preparing newscasts, but um, I, I don't believe you have. Well, I Why would you ask me that? Well, during the 7 o'clock news, I got a yeah. voice message. Okay. And usually when we get a voice message, it follows along kind of similar, close to what we've been talking about. It's, it's topic-related, you might say. And yeah. I thought this one kind of came out of nowhere, but maybe okay. I've said or done something this morning. Check this out, okay. Cliff. Okay. Uh, it's okay, Mr. Hassan. We I have a good feeling that your mother's been disappointed in you your whole life. Let uh, you have a good day now. I don't know where it brought that up, Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> and telling me to have a good day after that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Throw you under the bus. Have a good have day. Have a good day. <laughs> and that's why I brought that up. Have I said something, Cliff, that you know of? Please tell me I haven't. I mean, I, I, I don't recall hearing anything that would have triggered that. All right. But then well, it's Phil McCracken we're talking about. I know. It's like TGI Fridays, Cliff, is reading my yeah. mind, and it's a little bit scary. You mean the restaurant? Yes. Okay. One of the things that I missed over the uh, pandemic year last year was going yeah. to different carnivals and festivals and eating the most creative, <laughs> unhealthy food I could possibly shove in my face. I've okay. missed that a bunch. And yeah. I'm pretty well up for anything at a festival if it's clean <laughs> and it doesn't include bugs. I'm not doing bugs. You can put layers and layers of chocolate on a bug. I'm not doing that. But anything else, <laughs> I'm there. And TGI Fridays is yeah. going all in on something. I don't know what their game plan here is, but this okay. is on their menu. It's a menu yeah. full of carnival food. Hmm. Check this out, Cliff. Okay. They've got a sandwich that's mozzarella sticks in between two pieces of bread. That's it. <laughs> So it's a cheese sandwich. With a lot of bread. Well, yeah. Cheese fries by the <laughs> pound. <laughs> I don't just want a sample so of them. So it's so it's breaded fried cheese inside two pieces of bread. <laughs> Pretty well. And then they've got a wow. hot chicken sandwich and a burger, yeah. both of which come on a donut for a bun. <laughs> You know, I've never tried that. I've seen other places that have that, and I've never tried the uh, donut as a bun thing. It I is, should do that. It is, it is great. It's really good, Glyph. I don't okay. know what their menu looks like, but I'm assuming at the top of it, on this section yeah. of it, they ought to have 
Life is fleeting, and we've all got to go sometime, okay? Because <laughs> this menu here is a killer. I got a text message a few minutes ago, Cliff, and that's why I'm bringing this up right now. <laughs> okay. Tomorrow is April Fool's Day. Yes. A day where you don't trust anyone and you don't believe anything you hear, especially on this program. So it's basically a normal day for us here. And that's yes. what we're going to do tomorrow. Just a normal, a normal day. day. Right. No pranks. No tomfoolery, if you will. I hate that stuff, Cliff. On April I'm not Fool's a big fan day. of it myself. No. So tomorrow when you listen, you'll yep. be satisfied. To know, well, probably not satisfied. but uh, Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a stretch. <laughs> that would be yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't have said that. But yep. other than that little slip there, it'll be just the same old, same old. Except for the fact that tomorrow's your birthday. <laughs> well, that's really why I don't like the... Uh, whole April the Fool's tongue. thing. Yeah, because it, it's your birthday. It takes away, Cliff, from my celebrations that everybody, you know, I have to wonder well, about, you know, yeah, candles that blow up and stuff like that. <laughs> That's right. You know. Because it's entirely possible if someone brought you a birthday cake with candles on it tomorrow, um, <laughs> there would be some funny business going on. There's always yes, uh, they would put stuff inside the cake that's not supposed to be in there, you know, yeah. like toothpaste yeah. or something. And I no, mm -hmm. I hate that. We with the uh, start this week of the murder trial in Minneapolis in the George Floyd case, one can remember the nationwide protests that broke out after the original incident. In fact, it could be said that death splintered the country along racial lines. And as more and more protests turned violent, that split got even wider. It is, though, useful to know that there was still enough room for people to do dumb things in the middle of that chasm. Like, say, on May 30th in Seattle, when a protest turned into a riot that left two police cars on fire. Investigators reviewed surveillance video of that event, where they found a white dude in a gas mask and goggles lighting two Molotov cocktails, throwing each one at or in those police cars. An anonymous tip led them to 21-year-old Kelly Jackson of Edmonds, Washington. Further investigation found cell phone records that put him in the area, and they also found videos of him driving to Seattle with at least one of the glass bottles visible. Oh, and there was one other thing. Before the incident, dude googled how to make a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> you know, if you don't know how to make one, you probably shouldn't have one. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking I've never been so mad in my life, Cliff, at anything. Yeah. That I wanted to set it on fire. <laughs> I've I've never had that. That first reaction is not, yeah. I'm mad. I'm going to burn something. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, man, yeah. I'm like a miracle. I really am, Cliff. I'm like, like a, a miracle. What? I'm like a miracle. A miracle. After I read this story here, I'm thinking, yeah. Weed, you're like a yeah. miracle to even be around. The research is in, Cliff, and yeah. it's found that if you spend an mm -hmm. evening with your good friends, that will boost your immune system for at least the next two days. Really? Yes. Okay. But if you have an unpleasant moment, it yeah. has the opposite effect. Say, being criticized while you're at work, <laughs> that weakens your immune system for at least 24 hours after the criticism. So some days you'd be on life support. I'm telling you, I'm like a, I'm like a miracle walking the planet, Cliff. You're I'm, exactly right. It's a wonder I'm even alive. I know this is coming, and it's uh, making me uh, quite nuts this morning, Cliff. What's that? 
a hate email from somebody that I like. A and it's on the email? way. Uh-huh. Okay. You ever had one of those when you know it's coming and you're like, oh, man. Every time I look at my email, I'm like, oh, man, it's going to be there. It's going to be there. So far, Why? okay. Why would someone send you a hate email? Well, it's for something I did. And it's okay. Audrey It's Audrey okay. at the Grand Ole Opry. Oh, okay. Yeah. You see, Cliff, during a conversation yeah. that I had with her, she let it slip out that when she was in yeah. grade school, mm-hmm. her science project was counting the marshmallows in different cereals to see which ones had the most marshmallows. Yes, yep. And I asked her if she'd be willing to uh, count the marshmallows in a bag that I sent her. And foolishly, she agreed to do that. Yeah, uh-huh. And the outcome of this is going to be, hopefully, on the 30th of April, we're sending two people to the Grand Ole Opry to watch the show absolutely free with Audrey's yes. help. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Because you see, Cliff, <laughs> the yeah. marshmallows have been purchased and they have now been sent to Tennessee. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize until I saw the bag of marshmallows just how gigantic this bag is and how many marshmallows are in this thing. And she's going to be counting them, oh, for a long, long time. And that's where the hatred's going to come in. Why would you send me a bag? With this many marshmallows in it, there oh, oh. are hundreds in this bag, Cliff. So you, you didn't just send a regular box of cereal that has some marshmallows in it. You sent a bag of cereal marshmallows. I did because someone nothing else. Sent, someone last week or the week before yeah. sent a text message in and yeah. showed where I could get the bag. Yeah. And they're the Lucky Charms marshmallows. And so mm-hmm. I thought, well, that's not too bad until I picked up the bag and I went, oh, my. But we've already <laughs> started the wheel of rolling. So yep. I'm waiting for the uh, hate email. And hopefully, Cliff, oh, we'll yeah. still get she's, to. Yeah. She's totally kind of like, what in the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, well, she might as well get in that line. That's a long one. So she won't be in the yeah, front well, of it. <laughs> that's true. Hang on just a second, Cliff. Uh, you're not ready? What's uh, <laughs> what's going on? With rainbow sprinkles. What are you doing? Dread. What? I'm what looking for doing? some yogurt. I'm trying to order some yogurt. <laughs> okay. And I can't find the brand I want, and I can't find the uh, flavors that I want. Okay. Have you ever seen cookies and cream with rainbow sprinkles yogurt anywhere, Cliff? That I, would get, <laughs> I have not. Get some of that. No, I've, I haven't seen that anywhere. Amazon doesn't have that. Well, no. You think Dannon? I'm trying Maybe. to eat healthier, Cliff. <laughs> yeah, but see that stuff that you're putting in the yogurt makes it unhealthy. Is the stuff really healthy to begin with? Well, yeah. Especially if you put, like, fresh fruit in it or, you know, something like that. How about if I then put it's really healthy. rainbow sprinkles in it? <laughs> Can this song ever be over? Come on! Come on! All right, be careful what you wish for this morning. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Well, Cliff, this is how April Fool's Day got its start. I didn't know this, but many, many years ago, the first day of the year was April the 1st. Oh, okay. And then Charles the 9th decided, nope, we're going to make it January the 1st. (laughs) Just arbitrarily, January the 1st. And due to a little bit of the slow communication back in the 1500s, 
but mm-hmm. mostly due to the general resistance of anybody wanting to change, January the first date to start the year was not fully accepted for many, many years. Okay. And those traditionalists who clung to the date of April the 1st as New Year's Day were scoffed at as fools and sent fake party invitations and prank gifts because of their (laughs) slowness. I thought there was going to be something really exciting about why it got changed, Cliff, but that's all it is to it. A king Mm -hmm. says, we're going to change the date on the calendar. Cliff, was there anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. Beam me up, Scotty. There's no intelligent life down here. Number two, face diaper. (laughs) And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. I'm bad. I'm going to burn something. Never been there, Cliff. (laughs) Me either, actually. I never (laughs) want to be that mad at anything. No, I I totally agree. All right. Counterproductive, yeah. Yes. Well, let's try it again tomorrow, okay? All right. Have a good afternoon. And remember... Yes. No funny business tomorrow. (laughs) Even though it is your birthday. Right. But we're not going to have any fun whatsoever on this program. Oh, well, good. Yes. (laughs) In other words, it'll be another Thursday. Correct. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.